Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another brand new episode. Today's features Jesus Christ Supercar. Had a whole lot of fun hanging with these guys again, talking about some brand new music and their big lease party happening December 17th at Old Rock House and uh, their vinyl release and all this stuff. So uh, you're going to hear all about it on today's episode. I do want to remind you, as always, uh, Rock Pepper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps out there. Um, you can come out and still got time to try out some of their holiday beers out there. They've got, uh, you can try a flight or uh, you can, I think they got four pack sampler cans. Like with pumpkin pie and pecan pie and um, I don't know, they sound interesting. So come on out and try those at uh, Friendship Brewing Company. Of course, you can always get uh, your food out there. You got some burgers and nachos and flatbread pizzas, pretzels, all kinds of tasty eats, and some great live music. Uh, on uh, you know Thursdays they've been doing the Singo Bingo out there. Uh, so on Thursday. December 15th, uh, Singo Bingo Golden Oldies. And on Friday, December 16th, Denver Wade Trent. And Saturday, December 17th, Matt Waltershed. Uh, and mark the calendar for December 20th is their Ugly Sweater Party. So if you want to come out and be a part of that, uh, that will be a good night to come celebrate. Uh, put on your ugliest sweater and you maybe uh, take home a prize. Um, you can find it all at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to follow along with them on Facebook and Instagram and, uh, tell them Shane sent you. And if you live in the Hannibal area, great news. Friendship Brewing Company is coming to you, uh, opening up a brand new location in Hannibal, Missouri. So, uh, be sure to tell your friends, um, and you, uh, yeah, more details coming soon. I'll uh, be sure to let you know when as uh, soon as I know. Again, friendshipbrewingcompany.com. If you need anything else from me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail. And uh, with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Jesus Christ Supercar. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This winter. Come on, you dingus. Listen to the Rock Paper Podcast with Jesus Christ Supercar. Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper. Paper covers rock. Rock beats is a shame. Covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the double decker fudge round, rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock paper podcast with Shane Presley. Rock
Paper Podcast. Or recording. Nice work, Tom. Nice well, work, thanks. Tom. Thanks, fellas. Good work, bud. Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out with returning guest, Jesus Christ Supercar. Yo. Welcome hey. back, guys. Well, thanks for having us. This is uh, this is exciting. we got a big old show, some new tunes. Got a whole lot to catch up on. There's much to discuss. It has been quite a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, a year? Two years. Two years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost exactly. Almost exactly. That's uh, wild to think about. But now we get to be on here a third time. Yeah. And so we are very excited for this. The third third timer club? Oh, yeah. What are the, what's, what's the most anyone has appeared on this podcast? How many times? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'd have to... Go do some some homework, some research. I thought, wasn't there a point where it was discussed that it's at least possible that our very own Christopher Bachman has been? It's on been the a podcast. number of times. Yeah, he's, he's, numerous times. I, what what was your your final count? Your it's your been like at least seven at this point. Because a few with the fade, a few with orphans, three here with supercar now. Hillary fits a few times. Um, Toe Fire Tribe, I think I was with at one point. So it's it's been quite a few. You got yeah. quite quite the extensive resume. Indeed. Yes. I put it on my resume. <laughs> we will strongly consider you for the job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's discuss salary. We'll have uh, our people talk to your people. You have my information. <laughs> I at least know how to get a hold of you, yes. Good. You do know where I sleep. <laughs> Well, for now, um, it looks like you're pretty cozied up in the uh, racing chair. Yeah. I am. I'm um, in the uh, Thrustmaster like race car then. chair. <laughs> Thrustmaster. That's what it says on here. Yeah. Um, for race car sets up, I've got my gas, throttle, my clutch. That's all. I'm good to go. I'm going to take off. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do have to admit this is the uh, the first podcast recording in the in the Thrustmaster uh, for the show. So it's an honor. I I am so happy and honored to hear that as well yeah. it's just a it's a, a wonderful transgression like a, a gift that i could not have you know imagined what we would have at the start of this podcast yeah i mean you do a thousand of these you think like uh there'd you, be at you, least one thrust. you think you'd right. seen it all yeah and then nope always uh surprises so around uh, every turn yep uh but uh yeah i know it's uh i i think as far as like uh some of the the uh repeat uh guest um i know drew lance was way up there for a long time oh, yeah oh, i could see that good absolutely. man good man yeah. right there he was playing understandable to want to collaborate with drew lance yeah so but he actually hasn't been on in a little while we we haven't uh 
So that's probably due for... Uh, He's been uh, playing with the Hamiltons recently. Yeah. Um, that's that's always fun because then they have that double percussion going on. And then he'll sing some songs as well. It's a good mix with, with their their outfit of jamming. So. Yeah. Yeah, fun to see. That'd be fun. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. But. I think they've got they've had more gigs over at Oyster Bar as of late, so worth yeah. checking out. Yeah, definitely have to do that. Um, but uh, it'd be fun uh, to see you guys live. I haven't seen uh, this show in a while, so it'd be uh, we got a big one coming up on December seventeenth. Seventeenth, sure does. Yeah, so let's talk about this Saturday night. show. You you definitely actually Shane you you should make it a point to be at this one yeah you know? yeah because you're not gonna you're not gonna want to miss it right so we got some great other bands on the bill we have uh, Blinded by Stereo which has a newest member as of late which you is may, me you, you may have heard of him he goes by Colin McCabe yes. <laughs> <laughs> Colin will not be speaking during the Blinded by Stereo set. It's not uh, normally that he does, but we've made it clear. Yeah, I have to save my voice. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I definitely... Yeah. It's really just so we can go hard in the paint later on. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the Thrustmaster will definitely be there. Uh, it has you to know. be. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're bringing the racing wheel. <laughs> this was not previously discussed or negotiated. No, yeah, so... I'm going to have to modify our, the, the terms of my contract. It's in agreement. our rider... Yeah, old old Rockhouse is providing oh, one for us. <laughs> Our writer, good lord! <laughs> but uh, yeah, Blind and by Stereo is going to be a great time. Great energy, great dudes too. Yeah, they're very cool. And uh, then, I, I love having joined that band. It's a very fun time. Great guys, and then Cave Radios playing as well. It's going to be an amazing set too. We just saw them at uh, Off Broadway maybe a month or so ago. It was a great set too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a great time. Great bands, great people. This would probably be a good time to mention as well that our live setup has undergone some very significant alterations. Before I, before we do that, should we say what the po- what the point of the show is? So? Oh yeah, we should absolutely. <laughs> Let's get to the point and uh, roll Why are another we doing joint. This? Go ahead, Colin. Um, no, yeah, I mean we we've been working on. Uh, it's been a real goal of ours for. I mean, really, I think since we started this band to to get on on vinyl on wax and um so we finally uh accomplished that um so we're putting out a a vinyl single at the end of the year here on december 17th at old rock house um and we're just really excited about it it's it's two songs uh a side is called what time uh that came out about a week ago um and it is streaming everywhere the b side is called radar and it's uh That'll be streaming on December 16th, the day before the show. Uh, but it's just a really exciting time for us. I don't think any of us has ever been on vinyl before. It's so. certainly my first time ever being yeah. on any um, type of wax. And it's been, uh, it's just been, the, the the whole point when we went down and put these two songs uh, to, I always want to say to tape. We don't record to tape because it's a, 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 a exorbitantly expensive. But we... Um, but you know, when we go put these songs down, the 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 plan w- was always to put them on on a vinyl seven inch. Um, and yeah, so we've got we got those in. It's great. They're on crystal clear vinyl. It's beautiful. They look and, fantastic. And they really so do. we just really want to want to celebrate this accomplishment with uh with with uh, all of our friends and all of our uh, fans and everyone that is uh that is so cool in St. Louis that you know also perhaps by his uh, vinyl records, um, you know, because I think uh, there's a good cross-section 
you know, of people who listen to Jesus Christ Supercar who would be like, you know, I would listen to Jesus Christ Supercar more if they were on vinyl. And now they have no excuse, you know? So sure. That's it. Yeah. The, the well of excuses has run empty <laughs> and dry. All right. Well, t- uh, take me back to that day uh, when that when that box of vinyl shows up, like, like you know, <clears throat> excuse well, me, like you know, this is the anticipation. You guys recorded it. You have never been on vinyl before, and then uh, you know we finally uh, get to see that Jesus Christ Supercar on the logo. So it gets delivered to my house, and um, you know we had spent so much time getting like the labels together and all of this stuff. Uh, and we didn't super know what to expect. So, you know, it, it gets delivered to my house on a Sunday or a Monday. I can't remember. But either way, I text the guys and I'm like, no, it was. It, it was a Monday. It, yeah. Yeah. Either whenever it got delivered, it sat unopened at my house for like two days because it was like, hey, guys. The vinyl's here. Um, and I am like, I can't open this without them present. Like, mm-hmm. that's not cool. Um, so. You know, Christopher gets there first. We pour ourselves a cocktail, and uh, Tom shows up. We open up the box, and it is just excellent. So it was pretty great to pull them out to see the the clear vinyl. Yeah, like, and was, I yeah on that on that note, um, this is a classic Tom moment, Tom perspective of the event um, where. I had actually forgotten that we had agreed that they were going to be clear vinyl. So I was, it was much to my surprise when I, um, when it finally emerged from the sleeve and, uh, there was no black wax as, as I had been expecting. And I was like, Oh, well, this is still equally amazing. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think it turned out, I'm glad that that was the call that we made because I think it's, it's suit, it's suiting our, you know, kind of, kind of the feel of the band and the feel of these songs. And, um, it's just, it's just going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be great to share that with, with people. Um, you know, once, once we actually do have the show later on the, uh, next month. Yeah. yeah. And we popped it in. When yeah. we, were, we opened it up, we popped it in just to oh, listen to it. And I'll admit I had a moment of freak out where I was like, did I send the right track? Is it going to be mislabeled? Is radar going to be labeled as what time and what time going to be mislabeled? Well, and it's like the the way that the the labels are too. One side is bright orange and one side is bright blue, which really pop on the clear vinyl. Yeah. But it's just like moment of truth here. This better be the right side. And it was nailed it. So uh, it was it like. Um... Like Pulp Fiction, you know, when he opens that briefcase. You open and, up the briefcase. Yeah. And it's exactly <laughs> it's, what it's it was. It's got a bit of a glow. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's all, uh, instead of just one soul, it's all three of our souls yeah. yep. <laughs> contained in there. And uh, probably a little bit of Ben Mazak, too. <laughs> hey, Ben. <laughs> My boy, Ben. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. What well, was, uh, so let's dive into the tunes, man. This is uh, what, uh, so you recorded with Ben, you said? Yeah. Yeah. These songs actually came from the third sabbatical, super sabbatical, or fourth? These were the fourth. These were... So we do um, we do the Jesus Christ super sabbatical uh, about once a year. Um, you know, if, quick, we're, if we're not relentlessly branding all of our actions, then right. what are we really doing? Well, that's band, the best you know? part of the name Jesus Christ Supercar is that we... we 
we just take the car off all the time and just like uh, we have the Jesus Christ Super playlist on Spotify and you know the the Jesus Christ Super Cabin where we record the super sabbaticals when we take four or five days and go out in the woods, uh, usually in the snow somehow. Um, yeah, and right um, the Jesus Christ Super Holy Hand Grenade. Yeah, yeah, one, two, five, <laughs> three, sir, three. Uh, but we. Uh, um, I shouldn't have done that. I'm embarrassed. I just quoted Monty Python on a podcast. That's I'm a nerd. Okay. Um, I'll allow it. But <laughs> Don't worry, we'll cut it out. Oh, thanks, Th- James. We'll uh, fix it in post. Yeah. Uh, but so, no, go ahead, Christopher. Yeah, we, so we, we went out to, oh, we went to I remember James. what I was going to say. The super sabbatical, we have, we've done four of them, and we have silly nicknames for two, three, and four, and I, I don't remember what two was. Three was the Legend of Christo's Gold. Four was a new toke. Um, and then, uh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, but yeah, so, you know, they're just, we go out and goof off for four or five days in the snow and write songs. It's probably, yeah, I think, uh, I've I've always appreciated that that's a a way that we kind of craft these songs because it gives us just a, a time and the ability to focus on, you know, what that kind of constitutes and what, what we can do. Um, you know, in real time and things that we might like have to wait to add until we get to the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I, I think it's a good way of kind of like drawing the line for us where, um, you know, when we're here in St. Louis, you know, we're usually just practicing for whatever the next step is. And then we get to have all that time when we go out of town to, you know, just concentrate on, you know, doing the best work that we can and writing some new stuff that we are also into as well. Yeah, we don't really touch any of the songs that we've already written when we go out there. It's very much like we set up in the round um, and we kind of have a second space with like smaller amps and like a MIDI keyboard and that we we really map stuff out and plan stuff. Um, but Tom, you and I both totally stepped all over Christopher's toes because <laughs> the original question was where these songs came about and he started answering it. No, these, so, these are all important facts that we need to recognize, so... <laughs> Yeah, so we went up to the cabin, recorded these tunes um, with all the factors mentioned previously. And, you know, after we got done, you know, we left there with, I think, three completed songs for the most part. And then we got back to St. Louis and we started working on setting them up for live performance. And then we actually decided we wanted to record two of them. And that's why we ended up doing Radar and What Time over at Native Sound with Ben Mazak. So that was in, I think, March, like very beginning of March this year. No, you know what? I, I was just thinking, because this, this was from Super Sabbatical 3, so it would have been 21. You're yep. right. Yep. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Either way, it was, you know, March. Get your sabbatical recollection straight, <laughs> yeah. Colin. But we yeah. recorded these ones in March. Yeah, we recorded yeah. them this year. Um, But go ahead, Christopher. Yeah, and... You know, we spent a lot of time. It was. It's always nice to do the sabbatical because we have a. There's always that you know question of where is the last you know brush stroke. For us, it's we leave on Sunday night, so we actually have a really good time to get the meat and bones of each song kind of put together, and then we go into the studio and we add so much other cool elements. Whether it's Colin adding a synth track or some weird idea for some guitar harmony or just some weird noises of some sort, so. It's always cool to have the meat and bones fleshed out, but then to have that creative freedom when we go in there to be able to add whatever we want, which is pretty cool. And Ben's super accommodating, and Ben is also great in that 
you know, he'll enter engineer mode and producer mode when, you know, when we ask him, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? He's, he's great at offering constructive feedback and really kind of crafting the best product that we've got, you know, based on the material that we present. So it was a great, great, you know, experience with him as kind of in production mode and engineer mode. I think that we've been really lucky with Ben. Um, I've been in a lot of bands where we've gone in the studio and that the engineer or the producer maybe doesn't hear what you're going for or really, I I don't want to say that people I've worked with before didn't get it because sometimes it's also your performance, right? Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just that you're not getting it across the way you want. But Ben has recorded, he did Post Madonna, our first EP. He did Turbo Diesel, um, our second EP. He did both of these songs. I mean, we're probably going to go back in the studio with him again in early 2023. But he just gets it. I, he, he genuinely does. He gets us for well, sure. Yeah, yeah. and it, he genuinely, you know, we do. We'll craft like little, you know, little demos in Christopher's basement that are really just to show the sort of map of the song before we go. It's just pre-production stuff, but but we send those to him, and he he gets. You can tell that he hears in his head how this is supposed to sound and how it's supposed to come across to the listen, like the end listener. Um, and man, he just nails it every time. He is such a just genius behind the board, um, especially with what we do because of all the pedals and amps and all that stuff. <laughs> I know I particularly appreciate, and I know we've talked about this before, is having someone who can say no or having someone yes. who can, you know, there was, you know, I, I remember one of the first times we went in there, he was like, no, that's not the tone we want. And he was absolutely right. You know, whether you agree or not, you at least work together to find, you know, what ends up being the best product that you want. Right. Um, And he's great at, you know, listening to feedback, too, and contributing to the discussion. Um, I think something big with these two songs that he kind of thought about, and it just shows that he actually really thought about it before we went in there. Um, You know, live, I use these huge amps um, that are comically unwieldy unwieldy they're bigger um, than you yeah no the one is as tall as i am like um and i'm not i mean i'm not very tall but it, the, the point stands and um you know he and i had been talking before he's like here's what i want to do i know you have all these like tiny vintage amps and i do i collect a lot of these old amps from the 60s and 70s he's like we might damage them but how do you feel about using those instead and just pushing them to their limits instead of these big amps because we'll be able to control what we get out of them a little bit more but i mean it he fixed like the problems with the bass tone on our other eps like immediately by just suggesting that like because Mm -hmm. he knows all right here here's how their records have gone already here's how they sound already and how can we improve on that for again the end listener that it comes out the way not just we want it to come out, but that people can hear like the very sort of intentional nature of every decision on the record. Yep, man. Yeah, and then uh, after, you know, we wrapped up in the studio with Ben, uh, we sent it to Colin's buddy up in New York to have it mastered, who did another fantastic job. DC, but yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, DC, you're right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Did another fantastic job with the mastering as he has over the past few tracks that we've sent his way. Um, Yeah, it was... 
from start to finish, just smooth. It worked. Everybody got, everybody loved everybody. Everybody got it, you know. <laughs> ELE. Yeah. Corn dogs, Jackie. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's drop in uh, what time. This is, again, like I said, out there now uh, on your streamers, and uh, you can pick up a copy on vinyl December 17th at Old Rock House in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, but uh, what what comes to mind around uh, this particular tune? You guys, uh, anything you can... So uh, Buckle up. Yeah. yeah, buckle up is what we've... It, I mean, it's one of the lines in it. But yeah. yeah. A big thing with what time... Um, when we wrote... This and its B-side, Radar, uh, we were listening to, or sorry, I was, and I kind of forced these guys to listen to a lot of, you know, Northern Soul, a lot of stuff um, from from the, you know, Motown and stuff from the 60s and, and 70s. I guess some people would call it like mod. Uh, and the big thing that we wanted to do was really play with with groove, simplicity, and, and sass, and sass and vocals. And really use the vocals as just another instrument. So there's a lot of, on both of these songs, a lot of vocal interplay, a lot of um, cool harmonies, a lot of that kind of stuff. But lyrically, it's kind of, again, a little bit of a callback to that that era where it's kind of, it's not like, <laughs> I don't know how to put this. It's not like blatantly sexual, but it is at the there's same time undertones. blatantly sexual. Um but we wanted it to come across as kind of a macho, a little bit more of a macho satire kind of deal. And we, I think that's obvious. Um, but, you know, I mean, the chorus is, what time will you love me tonight? Um, it's it's a little silly, um, which I think a lot of that stuff tended to, occasion, well, maybe not tended to, but occasionally was um, in that era. It's like, almost like people to finally realize, like, wait, we can write songs about sex. Uh, <laughs> so, that's true. I think that's almost kind of what we did. Um, I don't know. Would you guys? Would you guys? Uh, do you like that characterization? Do you I have something disagree. you want to add? I would not disagree at all. I just say play the track, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't we be love on the rise this high? 
yeah, this is uh, this was a whole lot of fun and uh, gave it uh, a spin on the way over here today just to kind of get in the right mindset to talk with you guys. And um, it's just uh, a good time, man. It's, uh, you guys, I know uh, we ran into some complications, but you were you were trying to do a music video for this uh, one. Yes, uh, it was a, you know, very, um, very, you know, ups and downs riddled adventure yeah. such um, a bummer um you know there there we've had internal discussions as to uh whether or not we'll be able to field the video um at some point down the line but um yeah the the way that it transpired it was um just a there, there was just some tragedy <clears throat> that happened to come come by um uh one of the uh, track workers where we were going to shoot the video just had a horrible accident so um just out of respect for um that you know the, the people running the track we just thought that it would be sure um that the timing didn't really line up as much and um you know we'll we'll see if there's something else that we can do over there mm-hmm. um further down the line they're the nicest people ever. huge shout out to Tri- Tri-City. Holy crap. huge Everyone shout out Tri-City to is amazing yeah yeah we we got um we really felt like we had the red carpet rolled out for us over there and it was just because of us um, reaching out and like really wanted to make this happen, but you know sometimes things just come up and um, you know it's unfortunate that it um, worked out the way it did, where we had, we had to you know push it off because of weather initially and then the accident. But um, you know we'll I'm sure we'll find some way to uh, to collaborate with the, the folks over at Dry City. So shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Tammy and all the folks up there. Uh, hopefully uh, we'll get something together one of these days. Yeah. yeah. The concept will live on. Will it yeah. be for this song? It would have been That'll... such a nice, like, nice pairing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know. It, it, it will it be for this song? That'll kind of we'll see when we can TBD. shoot it again. Um, it it won't be because of now it's cold and all that sure. stuff. We can't really do it anymore for like through the end of the winter. So we'll, um, you know, we'll. we'll Keep a lookout for when we go shoot it because it will happen. The concept will happen. Yeah. It's just a matter of if we get to do it for what time or not. It might be for something else by then. So. Well, you guys did do uh, some some video recently with uh, you mentioned uh, earlier recording with Lo-Fi, yeah. doing, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Streeter and crew over there, uh, getting to be a part of that in the, yeah, the they, spring. They absolutely crushed it. Well, um, we were so excited year. to be a part of it too. We were supposed to be a part of it in 2020, and then that got canceled. Um, they didn't do it in 2021 because it was still kind of tough to make happen. Um, and they brought us, they brought us back into the fold for 2022, and uh, we took over So Jeff Retro, the uh, <laughs> one of the coolest the, shops, the, 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 the mid-century modern furniture shop uh, down there, and created ourselves three separate living rooms and just had a blast shooting that that day um that was for a song called french girls uh that that is uh other than that that's the only place you can hear it right now mm-hmm. um and i guess at our shows too but uh no what an experience i they're all such fantastic people and tom and i went to the to the rap or the, not the rap party the release party for it at off broadway which you know, shout out to all of our buddies at Off Broadway, but also just everyone at Lo-Fi put on. We, it was a great time. Like, yeah. and the, the sh- all the videos that were shot that day were incredible too. So um, it's great. They, yeah. they're doing a really cool thing for the St. Louis music scene. Yeah, I, I uh, 
I've been a part of a few and like just to, you know, it's, it's cool to see. It's a unique uh, concept, uh, you know, to, to be able to film that much in one day and, and, uh, but, and also make non-traditional music venues like, uh, a furniture store mm -hmm. into a you know into a set for this uh, video and stuff and things like that and put on a, a little you know performance and uh, so it's uh, there's some uh, really you know unique videos and that's what's a lot of fun like so absolutely yeah in that particular instance we were definitely the beneficiaries of having so much cushioning and uh, rugs and different yeah. items yeah. around <laughs> for soundproofing you know all the all the different you know backs of uh, chairs and things like that you know just like absorbing all of those uh, sound waves coming from Christo's guitar. And I think we did space. specify if we do anything, it cannot be on the second floor of anywhere. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and we were also like, we're using all of our amps. So if, yeah. if we, we will you can't not tell put us that. in a tiny place. But, like, yeah. So of course they put us in like the biggest storefront on the street. <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to the uh, whole sound team though, across the, the entire day. And video crew. And like, of course it was just well, an but. incredible experience. Everyone knew what they were doing. Everyone was super kind. Everyone was having a great time. Well, and even the people at So Jeff Retro, you know, we scoped it out a few days prior with, with Bill. Um, but when we rolled up that day at, you know, about two o'clock, our video wasn't shooting until 4.30 or 5, but you know, they're like, well, we're not going to close, but you guys just move whatever you need to move. <laughs> like, they, we were, we, for a minute there, we were moving, we were just like furniture movers. Like, yeah. we were just moving stuff uh -huh. all around the shop. And they were cool with we it. put it so that we could build these three little separate living rooms, which it, it was just a blast. <laughs> was that just like, uh, like, as far as the creative side of that, like, you guys get to do whatever you want, kind of, you can... I think, yeah, it's a pretty, um, I mean, we're, you're given the venue that you're going to be in right. Right? Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, there's, you know, I, I would say that there's every reason to go ahead and scope it out, yeah. um, as, as we tried to do, mm -hmm. um, where, you know, you can, you go in there at like, you know, and, and you have like the, the, the attack plan of like, okay, we're going to set up here. Um, you know, maybe we'll like do X, Y, Z thing, um, during the course of the video itself. You know, I, I no, definitely know of a lot of people who have you know, thrown like extra like performance elements into, um, the lo-fi Cherokee videos as well. Um, but, um, yeah, it's pretty much like you're, you have the, the, the venue and the time slot and then like what you do with it from there, that's up to you. Yeah. And I think a, a huge thing that I really appreciate and I know you guys can as well is to a certain extent, we're all control freaks in our own way. Uh, yeah. So I didn't want to go out outright and say Colin. You, or, you can or, just say Colin's a control freak. Um, That's okay. But I think I, we are as a, with a band collectively um, wants to control the situation. We do because we, we found uh, that every time we're in control, we feel more comfortable. We feel, you know. I, I just feel safer when I have more control. I don't know if there's some you know childhood anxiety thing that popped up, but. <laughs> Interesting. I, uh, could you lean further back in your chair, Christopher? Right. <laughs> yeah. we'll, I get, just we'll get deep on this get one. Get sideways on the, the therapy yeah. couch. <laughs> no, but I just think having that that control over the environment is huge. I think it really gives us the freedom to set up, you know, what we want to do, where we are, how things sound. I'm I'm still working on this one. Thank you though. Um Colin's oh, delivering beer here. Um but yeah, just having that control, I think that's been that was great there. That was great at our previous release shows at Alpha Brewing Company that we had played. Yeah, because we literally were in control of the like we created the venue with Alpha. You know, we were in control of that environment. 
I feel more comfortable in those situations. And I think it really pays off in the long run when we, you know, are able to have those parameters that we can control. So, well, well, and kind of branching off that too, you know, even with this old rock house show, you know, John and, and Tony over there, they've really given us a lot of control about how the night's going to run and what's going to go down. And that's more so than I think other rooms have really ever given us. We've built a really cool relationship with them over the last year or so. Um, Cause they also really ran a lot of like the majority of the 4th of July uh, show that we played out in O'Fallon with cheap trick. And they, uh, I think that they've really kind of just come to, to, to trust that we're, yeah. we know what we're doing. Well, it's um, always nice when you have somebody yeah. that believes in what your capabilities and are. And we've had some incredible experiences with them over the past year. Like Colin said, yeah. the 4th of July show with Cheap Trick. We'd had our show with Chick Chick Chick. We had our show with L1011 recently. Well, and even dating back to 2020 before the pandemic, we played that Art of Live That's fest right. there too. With which Steph was, Tura and Repeat Repeat. That was, was another awesome. incredible show too. Yeah, We've never had anything but an amazing time there. The sound is incredible. And we're just, you know, I mean, that's like one of the earliest loadings of, uh, of like a club show I'm ever going to do. We're loading in at like two o'clock that day. <laughs> but part of that is because of the change in our setup, which I know we've kind of alluded to earlier, but yeah, that's right. We are, you know, switching it up now where it's not just the three of us. It's the three of us and, you know, our, our tracks. Now these extra guitar parts, synth parts that we'd written in the studio we have them with us. We're playing with our in-ears. We have so much control over what we hear and what we're pushing out now. Just, you know, we've got six people on stage with us, with us but it's just yeah. the three of us. It's you a know? different animal for sure. It is. And we've been rehearsing our butts off uh-huh. to get ready yeah. for it. Yeah, Colin. Oh. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> yeah. Two times a week. At least. Three times a week right yeah. now. And, and it's been sun- outside of this week with the holiday, it's been Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, every week. <laughs> that's, that's right. Over in Belleville. So right. we're, we're really just trying to pull out all the stops for this show, whether it's adding elements to our live performance, literally having a sassy, clear vinyl. Um, we have uh, some... We have some screen prints that were uh, designed by Sleepy Kitty Arts that we should be getting here pretty soon. That are also extremely sassy. They are. <laughs> I cannot wait to share them because they are Sleepy Kitty. They just nailed it. We they gave, nailed we, it. We, for once in our lives, gave someone else free reign about our band, and I am so excited about what it's, they came up with. It's a rare occasion, and it it, it paid off. This, Absolutely, this is one that paid off for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll, we'll have those for sale at the show too. So yeah, we're just trying to. Anything we can do to make this event as special as it can be, we're trying to do it. You know, it's it's really going to be a great time. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I for one uh, appreciate all those various uh, details. You know, like uh, you know, backing you guys on the uh, what Kickstarter, right? Mm-hmm. That was the, um, you know, and getting the physical copy of turbo diesel and like you know but like you're saying having having these this physical representation of the art whether it's the poster coming or the vinyl and stuff i like i like that you guys uh what you guys put into it you know like all mm-hmm. these little details like that so uh as a fan and a, and a collector i enjoy uh having all these little things like that so it'll be cool to to take home a limited edition stuff when it comes to details too i think a big thing that i've been really excited about this show that uh i've been working on is um i found a bunch of old vintage car ads oh they've been uh, incredible 
and from the from the sixties through the eighties, um, where I have gone in and like exactly matched the type and the and come up with like you know the old school car ads where it's got like three paragraphs and tiny type of text on the bottom and all that stuff. So I've really started. I mean, everything I want to, and I think all three of us agree with it. it it's just that we want to put so much attention on even the smallest details on everything that we do. Um, we don't, we don't, I like to say we don't half-ass anything. We whole-ass everything. <laughs> it's you know? true. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, so it's, it's just, a it's fun. Uh, and it, when you, when you do it that way and when you focus so much on the little details, you, you get even more excited about the end product. And I think everyone else gets more excited about the end mm-hmm. product, you know? So. Yeah, man. You mentioning uh, the the uh, you know the tracks and and you guys uh, now on in ears uh, is is who's uh, controlling that is that Tom. is that Tom or well control uh, controlling it or yeah. triggering it yeah, tri- well yeah that's a it, <laughs> that's a yeah it depends on how you would define that but um, yeah I would I would say that Christopher is the one with the control ultimately yeah. um, because he has so kindly devoted his time to uh, really getting the setup to hum along exactly the way that it should. The the spaceship that Christopher has created out of these cables and like all the, like just what what he has set up so that I can hear, not even just the tracks, but like, you know, the the click and all of the house mix and everything all in my ears. Like this is not what I was expecting this would be. Christopher's gone all out on it. Well, just being able to hear your own vocals in real time, like exactly how it sounds with no distortion. Otherwise, you know, it's, it's just such an amazing tool to have at your disposal because it allows you to be just that much more precise with delivery. And, you know, just like the, the way that you're uh, approaching like any, anything that you're singing. Um, and yeah, it's, um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting to have that, you know, kind of be something that we have as a part of our live interface. Even our rehearsals have gotten like, not that our rehearsals have ever been bad or sloppy, but everything has just gotten so tight, like incredibly tight. Cause there are no yeah. deviations in tempo. We tempo, we can hear ourselves with our harmonies. Like, yeah, that's a big part of it too, is that we, we do a decent amount of three part harmony, especially in like, as our catalog has progressed, there's a lot of that where all three of us are singing at the same time. And the, you know, I've gone back and watched videos of us before. We have a buddy uh, who uh, is lovingly referred to as Coach. That um, uh, he he comes to a lot of our shows and he films a lot of like significant parts of the set usually for us. And it's not that like we're never going to release these videos. It's all really for our own like review. So, yeah, review. You know? It's like did this did this go over well? Did this like is this working? Is this not? Where do we need to change things? what's tight, what's not, where do we need to focus when we practice? And, um, but you know, you'll listen and it's like occasionally like you can tell like, you know, maybe I'm flat or Tom's flat or Christopher sharp or something, but I, man, with these being able to, part of it is we can hear the vocals at practice uh, yeah. now, um, which is <laughs> game excellent. changer, but um, <laughs> with also soundproofing from the other very yeah, loud instruments. But, yeah. Right. But it's just really, 
the 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 sort of just I know you just said game changer, but the game changer that that this sort of augmentation to our set game changer, has, yeah, um, thrust master. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Um, I think some people I I've heard this in the past, and there's there has been more than one person who I've told them that we're moving into using tracks that has been like kind of like that's cheating, and. No, it's not, number one. Um, number two, I swear to you that almost every band you see live is playing with some sort of backing tracks, mm-hmm. um, You at least when you come to larger rooms. Would you um, tell Picasso to sell his in-ears? I w- <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... I mean, know, if it, ultimately, if, if it makes everything, like, you know, more refined, you know, if it gives everybody the chance to, like, have, like, more... Like that they can access mm-hmm. in, in of what they need in the monitor, you know. I just, you know, I I only I see more benefits to it ultimately than well, reasons not to. Also, to those who call it, it yeah. cheating, we did that. Yeah, I mean, we, we still we played all of it, it and practice to it and play to it in time. This is arguably harder. Um, yeah. But, the, you know that. So um, there's this band, the Joy Formidable, that we. Um, that my my old band in New Orleans opened for, uh, and you know we would talk with them occasionally, and we we went and uh, one night when we opened for them, we were talking to them about because uh, they're just a three piece, um, bass, guitar, and drums, and all their recordings have just so many guitars, and their live sound is so full. I'm like, how are you doing that? And she's like, we play with tracks, and I'm like, and that was kind of back when I thought it was cheating. Um, I have since really changed my mind, um, not just in talking with, with them about it, with, a, you know, with, with bands who have had a whole lot more success than any band I've ever been in has, but, but I think that it's just, um, it's a way to just up your live game and make it like, you know, some of the stuff we're able to add into this, into the set now is stuff that, that, that I, you know, we wrote the song to include but we could never do live before. Yeah. And and now it's going to be that much fuller, number one, but it's going to be a whole experience where, I mean, it's it's the songs the way we intended them without having to add another person mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. So we don't have room for more people because they'd inevitably need to bring more amps. <laughs> That's a good point. Because yeah. there has to be more amps than people and you need to have at least one more amp than you have. So... Yep. We, we we can't add more, and if we do, it has to be Colin or I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, at some point, I'm going to have to start. You know, especially now that we're playing the tracks, we can know, have triggers gonna... for your bass drum coming from like an Ampeg 410 or something. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking more. <laughs> we just program some drums, and then I finally get the guitar solo of my dreams. <laughs> you know? I well, stand up from the drum throne. Yeah. Whip out a guitar then, from nowhere. Well, like Ron Burgundy, I'm really not prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, I think, one final thing about the tracks thing, too, is that I've told a couple people this, and they're like, what, are you guys going to do, like, choreography? No, we are still going to be playing. Ev- like, there's not even a moment where anyone's <laughs> miming anything anywhere. And I, I will say, I used to be a touring musician. I was I was a hired gun for a couple of bands, and there was one band I played with where... There was one song, he had a synthesizer that was not plugged into anything on the stage. And there was a part in the backing tracks where he was faking it. He was uh, mimicking it. 
we're not doing that at any point here. This is all stuff to, these are embellishments that we've added, ways to make these songs just sound huge. And, you know, it's we're not trying to do this, like, dumb, you know, I'm not even going to say lip syncing is dumb because it has its place, uh, but we're not doing that. Right. We're not doing. We're not miming anything. We're not faking anything. We're just adding some extra, extra toys to play with, right? Um, so I, I think it's a. I feel like I'm like sitting here like defending it, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just like, really exci- God. Why so defensive about really the use excited. of the tracks? Well, I'm just really excited about yeah. it, and I'm just like yeah. voicing why I think um, genuinely this is what we've been planning this for like two years. Is like, that, and is that finally, like a, I think it ultimately it just boils down to fuck the haters as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> if they're out there and they're they've got their haterade, they're sipping on it. I say, fuck that. Yeah, and fuck the haters. I think uh, I think Christopher vocalized it best, uh, and it was immortalized on the back of one of his trading cards. But ain't no thing. You ain't, about no, it. ain't no thing, yeah. baby. Ain't not so. one single thing. Uh, but I'm not trying to be defensive about it. I'm just. I, my whole just th- back the fuck off, people. No, okay? My whole thing is that I'm really excited about it, and I'm sort of pointing to why we're doing it and why we've planned on doing it for so long. Yeah, we, no, and we thought been, we were going to have it. this. We it's thought we were going to have this ready a year ago, right. uh, and you know, the, I mean, in reality, the bar exam got in the way. But um, but oh, that's right. Colin's yeah, a lawyer Colin's now. now. A lawyer. That is true. Um, but that's not that important to this podcast. Um, but. Uh, you know, it's it's been planned for a really long time, yeah. and we finally made it happen. So, uh, you you mentioned uh, lip syncing, and uh, I just watched the uh, Macy Day Thanksgiving oh, parade, yeah. <laughs> and there was some some top notch lip syncing going oh, on yeah. there. Uh, some of them, uh, was, there was like the Pitch Perfect cast, uh, and. Um, they Hold were, on! The whole point of that movie is that they can sing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on pitch perfectly yeah. exactly. every time. <laughs> but they were like way over exaggerating, like to it, and oh, like boy. and it was making me look, crack up. Like you know, just like uh, they were singing uh, "Take on Me" from mm-hmm. from Aha, uh-huh, and it was just like, but it was just so funny watching how like how much they were acting into it and stuff and like and you could it was very obvious they were not uh singing live mariah carey had the goofiest like doctor or like uh dr seuss whoville dress on i don't know if you saw it but was she already in christmas mode it was she's been in christmas mode. i was gonna say she's always in christmas mode (laughs) that's true she is i think unofficially now the queen of christmas well it is unofficially because she got her trademark application denied Oh, mm-hmm. dang. So, wait, she applied to be the, the Queen of Christmas? Uh huh. She also applied for QC or QOC, sorry, and oh. like three or four others that relate to being the Queen or the Christmas Princess or something like that. And all of them were denied. <laughs> Every single one of them. Uh, but <laughs> we don't do kings and queens here in the uh, USA. Y- you know, I, I'll note about <laughs> lip syncing, and I know I said that it has its place. I saw. Lady Gaga at the Fox in 2010. And it was a very cool show. And you could tell for the most part, she was singing the whole time. But she also had in the backing tracks and being pumped out through the speakers, basically her recorded vocal. Mm -hmm. And she was effectively singing along. It was much lower in the mix, but you could tell it was there. Um, And I don't get why people don't lip sync and they just do it that way. It's like, and maybe there's a, 
there's a point that like if you're too far off key, then it's going to sound even worse. Uh, I know Lady Gaga can actually really, really sing. Um, but it was. Uh, I think that there's a place for it, just not in what we're doing. All right. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, can we play uh, radar? Uh, yeah, we yeah. can play radar. Yeah. We'll allow it. Yeah. Let's uh, well, let's drop this one in and give you a little uh, uh, early preview of uh, this song and uh. What do we want to? What do we want to tell them about? It's radar? a song about dancing. Yeah, <laughs> there's a. <clears throat> I this this is actually really important to me that I that I say this in like an actual uh, podcast or publication. So it's on the record. Yes, um, I showed this song to my brother down in. We New love Orleans. you. We love you so much, Sam. I want to give you a big hug and a kiss right now. And he was always in bands with me down there. Uh, that was Shane, not me, by the way. We're, we're <laughs> twins. Um, and I sent it to him, and I was really excited because I loved how the recording had come out. And I mean, it wasn't mastered yet, but I was Still just really ruled. excited about it. Um, and the previous demos of it I'd sent to him, you know, the, the vocals were kind of low. He wouldn't be able to really tell what they said. And he texts me back about three minutes later, once the song's over or so, he's like, I like it, but it appears to simply be about dancing. And that's, I mean, that is quote exactly how he said it. In fact... It appears to simply be about... Because apparently we're in 1800s Victorian England. Uh, but...
and you know the, of the hips, the, the moving of the legs and arms. The, the, pro- the problem with with him sort of saying that in a slightly derogatory way is that it is simply about dancing. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. It's, an, it's an uplifting, positively. It's one of the first like positive, happy, happy songs dance. we've actually kind of oh, i don't kind of think that's true knights is happy well maybe the lyrics aren't but knights is happy uh it's, it's major seems key. like like it's yeah happy. but you know uh it's kind of in a similar vein to knights though uh because it's a, a primarily tom led vocal yeah. and With also good, like, a layering. synthesizer track mm-hmm. which i think you know that that's a, a common trend for us because when um it's just like it's a, a different animal when um, Colin's playing the synthesizer versus the bass, so mm-hmm. um, Tom, know. why don't why don't you give a little bit of your perspective on it though? Because you know, I mean, I, I think you you wrote the lyrics really on this one, and it's I think this is really a Tom song, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I would I would um, I would definitely label it as such. Um, this this one, you know, when when I was writing it, we definitely had set out to um, you know try to try to write one that would be. You know, a kind of catchy tune that also had, um, you know, potentially uh, like kind of like an all ages almost appeal um, where it's like, um, you know, just trying to encourage people to, you know, be themselves and have fun um, and, you know, just uh, let let the music take you away where you're moving. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty simple agenda that I hope comes through in the recording. Yeah, man. Well, let's listen to Radar Side B of the uh, brand new Jesus Christ Supercar vinyl. Uh, Again, uh, tickets are readily available right now uh, while uh, supplies remain uh, Mm -hmm. for the old Rock House show December 17th in St. Louis, Missouri. And you can find those at uh, Old Rock House stl.com i believe is the site or or maybe or or something (laughs) i'm gonna fact or or maybe it's just old rockhouse we're getting a live fact check i know all their socials are old rockhouse stl but now i'm thinking it's it's just old rockhouse.com yeah i think so yeah old rockhouse.com that is correct there it is uh so snag those tickets and uh come dance with us uh down there man it's gonna be a fun night Hell yeah. And uh, again, you can find Jesus Christ Supercar on your socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at Jesus Christ Supercar, one word, lowercase, on Facebook and Instagram. And Twitter is at JC Supercar STL. Yeah. I think um, there's some jerk that won't <laughs> sell me. G- JC Supercar on Twitter, and I have begged him for two or three years because he does not use the account. I'm like, just give it to me. Just look for the um, denim jackets. That's us. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can find us uh, on there pretty easily too. Yeah, man. And uh, all the uh, other tunes are uh, on your all your streamers, and uh, you can find. Um, well, we got uh, CD copies of. Uh, We've got turbo diesel yeah, on CD. So you can grab, um, that, yeah, that you can grab those from us at shows. We they're they're up on Bandcamp if you want us to ship you one if you're not in the area. Um but you know, uh come grab one at a show. Hot super cartoons in your area. Because yeah. odds are too, if you come to a show, we'll just give you one. So uh <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh all right. Uh I got a couple questions I wanted to get your guys' take on and uh uh so 
I saw some uh, debating online. I know we did, we just had uh, Thanksgiving here, and uh, but do, do you guys uh, are you you guys? Um, I saw some people debating sides, like on like to the best and the worst Thanksgiving sides. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you guys opinionated on these or not? Or are you, I'm you, fairly opinionated on yeah. pretty much everything. I say about, on about on about what? <laughs> what you don't you don't say? Um, I'd say that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, as far as stuffing goes, I want the stuffing that's been in the turkey. I was going to say, you want stuffing, Uh, not dressing. Yeah. There's a difference. And, um, also on top of that, I'm always going to go for a dark meat over white meat. Oh, I'm I'm a dark meat. Well, we're talking sides right now. Okay. Okay. Fine. And I was going to get ahead of the conversation. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give a hard pass to cranberries, but, um, I'm just like, well, not the cranberries in general, but you know the thing, the canned, you know, the whole deal. Okay, so but if you make sauce. the hand like the ma- the <laughs> actual cranberry sauce out of fresh cranberries, are you in? An, are you in on that, or just? I say, have you? I'm gonna Kim I'm gonna McKay approach it with skepticism. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, just I'm not uh, just you know the fact that it's it's you know cylindrical and you know <laughs> uh, it just always creeps me out. Um, mashed potatoes, however. Um, every single time, oh, I just absolutely. Wanna, I just want to dive there. on in. Um, dive on into those mashed potatoes. Douse it absolutely in, in tons of gravy. Oh, see, I'm, um, I'm not. I'm not huge on the gravy. I'll go for a little bit, mostly on the turkey. I'm a, I'm a gravy robber. I'm, uh, you know, officially signed up for the gravy. You robber can have sports. my extra because I only I want, will I only rob want you of one. I want a half ladle on my plate. That's all I need. Okay, so so what I'm understanding though is for Tom, the number one side is the stuffing that was inside the turkey. Like that's are, are we doing like a rank system? I thought we were. Just I mean, kinda, just yeah. like what's your what's the best, the best one in the yeah, worst? One? Yeah, best. What okay, would you best what one? would you be upset Hold to on. not have? Now that's that's that does change the game significantly, um, because I would just because of the gravy factor alone, I'm gonna go with mashed potatoes because of the gravy factor. But you can and put gravy so on stuffing too. You put, you can put, so is yeah, gravy your favorite you side? Again. <laughs> you, you got me. Um, no, I I would I, I think yeah I'm putting the gra- the gravy above all else. Gravy is what so, I need. So gravy is your number one side. Yeah, I just want to eat only <laughs> gravy. Hold on, gravy's not a side. It's a sauce. <laughs> it, it's a side if you put it on everything. That's well, your, that's cranberry your sauce is kind of a sauce and a side though. That's fair. You got me there. But I will say, last night I think it kind of hit me when we were packing up leftovers to go because I had round two last night. We got home and I asked my wife. I was like, "Did we get mashed potatoes?" And she said, "No." And that really hit me hard. So I think that to me says mashed potatoes were the side that I was most upset to not have. Those are the ones I like the most. Yep. What's your least favorite? Um, I, I could go either way in the cranberry situation. Okay. But yeah. you just ooh, said ooh, it's a sauce. Time like out, time either out. it's your yeah. most corn. favorite or your Do you least guys favorite? have corn as a side on Thanksgiving? Not, we, corn is not We do when I'm in southern Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of corn. Yeah. Corn's very low. I, yeah, in my I could do without corn. I feel like corn is best like included with some like other. No, are you guys mac dish? and cheese families? Yes. See, my family's never had mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. Oh, my mom makes one that she does like the whole roux with like six different cheeses and everything and then bakes it for like four Kim hours. Rules. Bacon, <laughs> bacon and stuff on top of it. That's the way to do um, it. It's not so, like a... Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, okay. So, firstly, the best side on Thanksgiving is stuffing, regardless of whether it's been stuffed in the turkey or if it's dressing. I understand there's like a, a difference there, but they're I'll the go same to town thing. On both. It's just where they were cooked, right? <laughs> 
Um, however, you got to draw the line on cornbread stuffing because it has to be like the the regular just bread yeah. stuffing. Cornbread I, I stuffing is not as good. Right? I would agree with that. It's too thick. It's not as delicious. A little grainy. Um, yeah, it's grainy. Yeah. So that is absolutely the best one. L- absolute worst is green bean casserole. I will not be taking any questions at this time. <laughs> So awesome. later on this week, there's going to be a fight between my wife and Colin yeah. because that's her favorite side. Ooh. I said I'm not taking any questions. <laughs> no, that wasn't yeah. a question. It was a statement of fact. You're fighting my wife next time she comes over. <laughs> uh, I have been I have been seeing a lot of a lot of hate for the 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 GBC. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I'm not, it's not my f- favorite, and I'm not. It's not number one, but I, I will definitely uh, have some. I'll I will put definitely a scoop partake. On yeah. yeah, I think the reason that. It, kind of in the same vein that, that that Christopher was just saying that he he came to the conclusion mashed potatoes are his favorite. Is when, when I was living in in New Orleans, they don't really do stuffing or dressing like they do different things like a shrimp merlotan or whatever. Right. And don't get me wrong, that stuff's delicious. But I lived down there for nine years, and I went to Thanksgiving down there for six of those nine years with other people down there, and. Only once was there stuffing, and that's because I brought it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, was it the uh, White Castle stuffing? It too? was the White Castle stuffing. <laughs> Classic. I did make the White Castle stuffing. Uh, that's which, awesome. Which, uh, whether or not anyone likes White Castles that is listening to this, I defy you to try the White Castle stuffing and tell me it's not delicious. Take your because it doesn't even taste like White Castles once you've put the chicken stock and the sage and the celery and all the other stuff in it. It's just stuffing that makes it toot. So <laughs> yeah, take your times, take your your gas X, your Bino, what have you. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Um, and uh, got a couple others. Uh, I just anyway, I've been I've been seeing a lot of debating on on the sides, and I went, just wanted to get your uh, supercar take on. Happy it, to so, comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What about? Um, not some of the I might have asked you guys some of this in the past episodes, but maybe it's changed today. For but uh, what would be uh, uh, like a dream duet or collaboration for the group? Is there? Is there? Uh, I would love to Mark Ronson. Mike, uh, Mark Ronson, or I was going to say Mikey Schumann. Yeah, get, getting Mark Ronson to produce something that we did would be incredible. It's actually kind of funny you just said that because I was going to say Q-tip. Like have Q-tip rap yeah. over something, and yeah. a real surefire way to get Q-tip on your song is if Mark Ronson is producing that is true. it, because um, they work together all the time. Uh, that would be really cool. Uh, if it comes to less of a like a rap verse, um, I don't know. Coming back to the production thing, and Ben, we love you to death, but if we could afford Mark Ronson, I would call Mark Ronson. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, for me, it'd be Michael Schumann. He's played bass for bass for Queens of the Stone Age. He does mini mansions. He's got his own project, Glue, right now. He's he's done a lot of different things. I just really appreciate his production and writing style. For me, that's kind of where I'm at. I think a remix from um, JFK of Death from Above and Mastercraft. Uh, the stuff that he's done has yeah. been really cool. On that note, we will have a remix of What Time coming out in the new year by an artist that I cannot disclose currently, but it's going to be. Hold on to very, your butts. Very, very cool. Hold on to your butts. Uh, so, what about you, Tom? Samuel L. Jackson. There it is. Oh, besides Samuel um, L. Jackson, Mark Ronson, all the ones listed above. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think one of these days 
if we could wrangle down Bootsy Collins to, um, you know, sit in for Colin, um, you know, just, uh, I would accept that. Yeah. Um, just throw, throw in a real nasty little, um, baseline there and Colin could play synth on that, that track. That, that would be really interesting. Cause Bootsy plays nothing like Colin. Yeah. It yeah. would be cool. Cause I think Bootsy could play to the style of Colin, but I think Colin's yeah, bass style guy. Yeah, I think Colin's bass playing is such a core tenet of the band. That'd be a really interesting thing to hear because that would vastly change things up. We'd we'd get so funky so fast. That would be weird. Yeah, yeah. I could I could I could fuck on that. <laughs> I, I can and I will. Yeah, I, I could fuck on that, Christopher. That's right. You heard me. Yeah, you heard me straight from the Thrustmaster. It's been a pleasure doing. That. <laughs> It's been a pleasure doing business on, on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what um, if there was something you guys uh, could get in the Guinness Book of World Records for? What do you think it might be? Uh, most amps. Most amp to yeah. person in band ratio. Uh, I think we're all in agreement on this one. Uh, that was that was a pretty like. Like I don't think we like skipped a beat. And oh, see, no. here's the thing: is when we say most amps, when you see like large stadium acts, a lot of the times they are playing one channel through like ten amps. Con and I each have different amps, but we also full stereo have, rigs. They're yeah. full stereo rigs, so it's kind of like I'm playing two different guitar setups and Colin's playing two different bass sets up, yeah. setups. So you can't just put 20 amps on a stage and say you got the most. Yeah. Most designated channel amped band. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's a very particular record that I think is much more achievable. Uh-huh. We can make it happen. Absolutely. Other, we'll have to look into that. Uh, do you guys remember games? in high school when that dude broke that record at lunchtime for holding the most eggs in his hand? Yeah. Yeah. It was like 15 eggs in his hand. <laughs> I wonder if he still holds that record. I don't remember his name. I just remember it happening. <laughs> Did he get a plaque and everything? I don't know. Maybe it was just a fever dream, but I'm pretty sure it happened. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be it's honest with you. You mentioned the, it, the and I said yeah there. initially, but I don't remember. I'm this. pretty yeah, sure it happened. Sound like something that I recall. Nick <laughs> <laughs> Christopher, I think. I feel like James Fister was involved. I'll shoot him a message and see if he remembers. <laughs> Dude, it's- do you remember somebody holding 15 eggs at lunchtime? <laughs> <laughs> Random question. Sophomore year. <laughs> Or was I really sick and hallucinating? <laughs> um, other Guinness World Records. I don't know. The amp one is probably the most important to me. Uh, Longest sit in a Thrustmaster. I think yeah. I'm. I think I'm. You know, doing pretty good on that record right now. <laughs> and you're not even out on the out on the road yet. You know, mm-hmm. once, once we spin you around and get about it, plugged in. You know, you'll just be in there for days. We'll be able to get you out. That's right. Yep. Uh, all right. What about uh, we uh, we get some um, Jesus Christ supercar action figures? What do you? What would you guys like to see as your like three accessories to go with your action figures? Music related or non music related? It can be anything. Okay. Non music related. I would choose. An Indiana Jones whip. <laughs> Music related, I would probably choose a vibra slap. You gotta get. You need one more. He said. Th- he said. But no, I'm, I'm picking mine now. You each get to pick your own. No, you have to pick three. Though I have to pick three for the band, or I get to no, pick for my one. You, like in the in the for you, Christopher. In you the get packaging, three. it okay. comes with three accessories. So Indiana yeah. Jones whip is Kung Fu grip an accessory. 
That's a or, feature. That's a feature. Okay, that would come standard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In, Indiana Jones whip, lightsaber, and then Lightning McQueen car. No vibra slap. Now musically, vibra slap. Uh, one XLR cable, and <laughs> well, now we got more than three, and a drum throne. So if I had to pick three non-music and three music. Why do you get the drum throne? Yeah, I was going to say that's mine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Better to have it than I need it. What would your three, music and non-music, be? Um, Well, uh, the first thing that came to mind. um, Coors Light. I was going to say a beer in hand of some kind would probably probably be a fitting prop. Um, Also, if uh, my action figure um had some kind of rig um where it could um well yeah let's yeah just like you know it'd have a doobie you know <laughs> mm-hmm. um and then on top of that it would i i don't know it's 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 a tough it's a tough call but it would probably have to be um a tennis racket beer doobie tennis. tennis racket for non-musical <laughs> items yeah was that for your non-musical you, items? You created the stipulation. I'm going with just the initial three things. Right. Yeah. So give me a beer, a joint, and a tennis racket. And I'll, <laughs> that, that, and that's I'll all Tom off needs the in life. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, the Colin one would be three different pieces of uh, of headgear. Uh, one would be mirrored sunglasses. The other would be the disco ball helmet. Solid. Uh, oh yeah, and, that should be a standard fare though. Yeah, yeah, well, no, but it's an accessory, and you had to name it as one of your accessories. So, um, jeez. And the third one would be a powdered wig, uh, like what they wear in court in England. <laughs> Could you wear that to work? Theoretically, <laughs> would I? You could. <laughs> There's nothing on the books that says I can't. Fair enough. Uh, should I? Not specified in the dress code. Um, yeah, I think uh, Colin in 18th century getup is uh, an avenue that we should explore further. Um, 18th century supercar. So yeah, just standard action figure attire. You'd be that would be you. I'd have the He-Man look, and Tom would have a. Uh, a what? beer and a joint, a beer and, and a joint. tennis racket. There you go. <laughs> Even then, what would your outfit century? be? Oh, he's in the eighteenth sh- century, he's Shaggy. Oh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah, oh. he's a green t-shirt and, and there you go. And what purple pants? Is that? He's got brown pants. He's, he's got brown, brown pants. Yeah, he's brown, brown, brown bell bottoms. Wearer. Mm-hmm. A brown pants wearer. Yeah, I think that's the name of the next record, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah the next EP. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, the album cover is just a bathroom door. <laughs> <laughs> You Whole had new, to bring the potty humor. Whole in, new meaning. <laughs> well, coming to uh, Target shelves near you. Uh, well, the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Jesus Christ Supercar box set coming soon. QVC too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, this has been a ton of fun. I have uh, had a lot of a lot of laughs here today with you today. It's always great catching up. Um, again, uh, grab your tickets, join us December 17th at old rock house and, uh, celebrate some brand new music from Jesus Christ supercar, pick up a copy of the limited edition vinyl, clear wax vinyl, take that home with you. And, uh, again, we got blinded by stereo and cave radio joining us there. And, um, it's going to be a fun night. 
It really is. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, Shane, big thank you. Good as, to see you, bud. As always, um, you know, just wanted to, you know, have it out there. Appreciate what you do. And, you know, all the dedication to the scene is always, you know, it's always top of the pop. So absolutely yeah. appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, it's always uh, it's fun to have these chats and catch up. Uh, hopefully we don't make it two years again, but uh, we'll uh, hopefully we can get together soon and talk about some more new music coming from you guys and everything yeah. else. So, but, uh, cool. but yeah, thank you guys. And I'll see you soon. Thanks, Shane. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace.